0: Welcome to Worker Movement, a podcast dedicated to the working class, a podcast dedicated to raising class consciousness. This podcast is for you, for us, for the worker.
1: On today's episode, we're going to revisit a previous episode, our discussion about all workforces employed by government entities that serve the ruling class and enforce the class divide
0: are bastards. What I think you mean is the acronym instead of A-C-A-B is A-W-E-B-G-E-T-S-T-R-E. C-A-E-T-C-D-A-B.
1: And as a reminder, ACAB stands for All Cops Are Bastards. So we've received a number of comments uh, that contend the inclusion of by government entities uh, is overly specific. And why not just include all employees that serve the ruling class, whether public or private? Uh, So we're going to discuss why the by government entities is very specific and intentional. And the general premise we're going to cover is who is policing the police?
0: All right. So let's start off with the basic premise or idea that when uh, the government entities and all the structures there are designed and put in place to enforce class conflict, then we're talking about oligarchy. And so the, the proper definition of oligarchy is a small group of people having control of a country, organization, institution. So, for example, in America, it's an oligarchy. Uh, the America is run by the ruling class. The ruling class exploits working class for profit. Um, us in this podcast, we oppose the oligarchy and the exploitation of the working class. And so we then oppose the oligarchy. In a whole, and it's just so we can point this out, when we say things like ACAB, we say things like that long am not going to go up again, they are talking about, again, we are talking about individuals who have chosen to be part of the government and who have chosen chosen to and still choose to to this day to support the oligarchy and fight against the rights of the working class.
1: So if an individual is employed by the government and serves the government in their capacity as a public servant, there's kind of an implication that they actually serve the public. Now, what if a public servant actually serves the ruling class? Who is the individual serving? Well, they're serving the ruling class because they're not serving the people. So this is kind of a uh, its a binary choice. It's, you're either doing A or you're doing B. Uh, and there are plenty of examples beyond just cops. Uh, tenured faculties, city administrators, inspectors, prosecutors, judges. Uh, a lot of these are power structures that are not subject to public accountability. So each of the examples I just named, there are instances in which there is accountability, uh, but we're specifically discussing instances where there are not accountability. So these institutions are the problem, and we're not interested in demeaning the individual worker that uh, works, exchanges labor in a transactional fashion uh, for money to sustain, you know, whatever
0: the various material needs are. Yeah, so, so every worker that has to basically perform a transaction is underneath the thumb of the institution they're in. We talked in the last episode how all institutions that are corrupt will corrupt the individual. And we go pretty hard after the police whose jobs it is to enforce law and order. Uh, But really it's about anybody who's enforcing a class divide. And so things like uh, building inspectors looking over code violations because subdivisions going up or Judges who say that this rich person is an outstanding citizen or, or a person of importance so they get less time for doing the same crime as another individual. Uh, we're talking about uh, clerk city clerks that may not file the paperwork in the right way, where, again, police pulling the over for all the wrong reasons, they constantly do it. And again, an individual who wants to rise in the ranks, and this is where the fallacy of change comes in place. It comes into this. Anybody who wants to rise to the ranks has to follow the rules, and you cannot break the bureaucracy as an individual because that's not how bureaucracies are created. So the worker has to be forced but either between enduring a bunch of pain every day by not doing a job that's in front of them and potentially being fired or reprimanded for it, or enduring possibly pain the other way, which is enforcing the class divide and having to turn his back on his fellow workers. And this is what I mean when we talk about ACAB, we talk about, you know, all workers that are employed by government agencies that, I forgot the rest of the acronym, basically help the ruling class are bastards. And that is the fundamental tenet of this, is that the corrupt institution will corrupt the individual.
1: So if we go and kind of just resummarize what the COP issue is, uh, they exist to enforce law and order because it benefits the ruling class and it preserves order. And preserving order is desirable to the ruling class because they're the ruling class and anything that preserves the current state of things results in them remaining in the ruling class. So it's a status quo preservation concept is what law and order means. And COPs are largely the uh, kind of tool of the government in enforcing law and order. Uh, And one of the most examples we see or one of the most overt examples we see of this is in the recent protesting. You have cops being deployed to protect private property, but you don't see them being employed to address harm done to individuals through stuff like starvation and wage theft. So if we were to talk about what is the uh, monetary cost of various different damages done to kind of society, wage theft is way, way, way more money than stuff like petty crime or car theft or basically any number of nonviolent crimes. But nobody cares. And the cops don't care because they're incentivized not to care because they're uh, serving the ruling class. And the ruling class is largely the entity which uh, conducts wage theft through employment and uh, worker exploitation. So the purpose of a police force is to be an occupying force. And you see this kind of across various different communities where The people employed as cops do not actually reside in their communities, and so they're not serving the community. And they're not serving their community. They're serving the ruling class within each community. And we talked in the previous episode about how uh, this culture becomes corrupted because there's no oversight. But this is by design. There is an intentional desire for there not to be oversight. Uh, So long as the cops are serving the ruling class, who cares whether they're accountable for their actions, so long as their actions are congruent with serving the ruling class.
0: Yes, I love it, because it's, it's taking and ripping off this uh, veil over what policing really is. And So I want you to think of the example of when someone's being evicted by the sheriff. The sheriff comes in, evicts them off the private property, throws all their stuff on the side of the road, and either, you know, rests them for trespassing and gets them out of the house. But at the same time, they do not go and arrest the landowner for willful violations of any code. So you never see them go and arrest and break down and and remove that private property for not fixing leaking plumbing, for not fixing bad toilets or electrical, for not removing lead paint, for all the things that are damaging to the tenants. They never see that sort of treatment. In fact, most of it's just through civil lawsuit or enforcement that way, but never through violence. So when so if we convert back to, to the whole grand scheme of things, which is when an individual works for the state, you know, the intent should be that they serve the people, the people as a whole, as a collective. And one of the things that you'll hear a lot in the show, or one of the, the, the themes, will be collectivism, in which everybody is part of the same collective and we're one society. So if you do work, you know, for the state, you need to make sure you serve the people. But if you work in, you know, in private industry, Uh, There is a mechanism for accountability that exists outside of the private industry, the government. And the government's job, you know, is to hold these private entities accountable. So things like pollution and and, uh, work that way stuff that we were talking about earlier. Um, But if the government doesn't do this, then there's no way for it actually to be held accountable. So then who is the government serving? And that requires that the obligation of the public servants adhere to the public good But the institution itself that they work in requires that the service um, rules the the ruling class. And you see that through regulations and all types of other other means in which things were changed or laws were written to help out private industry. Uh, And then the institution itself becomes degraded as individuals spend most of their time fighting against working class. So let's remember that uh, the B and A cab stands for bastards, right? All cops are bastards. And this is origin, uh, is rooted in, in British in the punk rock era. Um, But if we take a look at the institution itself, then maybe instead of it being that long acronym we had before, or, you know, all cops bastards, we say things like all cops are the creators of government institutions, uh, because they actually fight for the oligarchy, which means that if there's anybody within, you know, the clerk or within anything else, like the water, I don't know, charge of the drainage, if they have any issues, the police are there to enforce power property and never what the institution wants. And so because the cops are there to enforce um, against the working class and for the ruling class, they continuously degrade what the institutions have because they're all linked together with who the enforcement mechanism is through.
1: All right, so the the cops are uh, degrading the institution of sort of public service and enforcing accountability of the citizenry. Um, But they're not the only group that degrades institutions. We previously talked about you have prosecutors, you have tenured faculty, you have inspectors, you have judges. They all in some way, shape or form also participate in sort of corrupting the intention of government institutions to benefit the people to suddenly either benefit special interests, uh, as in private entities, or to benefit the ruling class. And often these are kind of the same thing. So. As we look at the government and sort of their purpose in existing is to serve everybody. And when we look at private industry, private industry's intent is to serve whatever private industry wants. So you never see a private company like Goldman Sachs shooting black people in the back. They might commit uh, allegedly heinous financial crimes that absolutely impact people, but the government should be there to step in and say, no, no, no. But what we've seen is that Government institutions have been degraded to the point where what Goldman Sachs does is part of the intention of servants that are within the government. And those actors are degrading government institutions, degrading the working class, and generally not benefiting anybody but the ruling class. So let's focus on our original question, which is, why is it okay for private employees to serve the ruling class? Talked about this a little bit. In an ideal world, we wouldn't have private ownership of anything, but we live under capitalism, so private ownership ends up being what makes the world go round. So under capitalism, everybody that works serves the ruling class. Everybody that works is exploited, but private employees and employers are not degrading public institution or misappropriating public trust. So you don't see Goldman Sachs, you don't see ExxonMobil Uh, overtly violating the rights of basically humanity. And one could argue that ExxonMobil is ruining the planet and arguably they are, but there isn't an an institution called the government, which should be holding them accountable for that, but that is not happening. So this notion that we hold private industry to a higher standard than we hold the government uh, is sort of our, um, institutional degradation concept that we're talking about is in order to make private industry uh, comply with this sort of higher standard, we have to have the actual government uh, align with the good kind of intentions of what government is supposed to by serving the public. Uh, so when an individual employed by the government acts, they're acting on my behalf on citizens' behalf. They've been empowered to act on behalf of other people, kind of as government. Private employees don't possess that power. Goldman Sachs is not issuing home loans in the name of society. They're issuing home loans in the name of profit. Those are very different motivations. Arguably, they're both terrible, but... uh, Goldman Sachs is doing what they're doing for profit, and the government is supposed to be doing what it's doing to serve everybody, but really they're serving the ruling class, and that's a problem. Uh, and the most extreme example, bringing it back to cops, is that cops are given the authority to kill in the name of the state. I don't believe anybody employed at Goldman Sachs or ExxonMobil or Microsoft or Amazon is given basically what is immunity to kill somebody. Uh to preserve some uh, collectively agreed upon standard of rights. Cops employed by government entities have the authority to kill uh, when life or private property
0: is at risk of damage. And let's go back to that Goldman Sachs example. You know, they can only give out loans so far as they're allowed to, you know, leverage so much of their but they have cash on hand. And we had a law called Glass-Steagall in, the, in place that allowed, that required them to hold, I think like 10% in cash, basically in liquidity. And they couldn't loan out you know, beyond that. And then once you repeal that, then they could go down to basically 1%. And that's what led to some of the financial issues we had in 2008 and coming back to today. But the police don't have the ability to enforce those laws because they don't actually understand, you know, Banking laws They only understand what it's like for you not to pay your mortgage and the bank then uh, defaulting on your loan and telling them that you are a trespasser and it's time for you to go. So the police then can uphold Goldman Sachs' ability to give you money because they are enforcing them private property ownership, not law violations at the hands of individuals within the corporations. And if we examine the way that the police are allowed to just enforce sort of broken crimes or broken windows crimes again, it's because they're not given the tools that they need. And that's by design. And the enforcement mechanisms before about, you know, enforcing, you know, uh, financial laws is the fact that in the IRS, you have underpaid employees uh, designed so that only those that are career bureaucrats will stay in. Maybe people that aren't as skilled as individuals that go to the private industry. And we see things like headhunting where they're within the IRS for two years and they go out and get a cush job somewhere else because they know the intricacies of it inside uh, the agency and they have the ability to talk to their friends and try to get reduced loan issues. You have teams of lawyers who go through tax laws who try to basically come up with the most chaotic schemes and following the literal letter of the law, things like you know saving receipts in boxes instead of actually uh, organizing them and giving you uh, as little time to go through as possible during the audit. And you have as much financial disruption as you can because they know that it's hard to police. And we have the same thing with regulations where someone says, oh, look, I I have to clean up the site, and they claim bankruptcy, and then they play all these games where they pass the burden back to the state or pass the burden back to the original company. So uh, large companies that that hire other companies to dump um, chemicals for them or dispose of them may find themselves... Uh, in trouble as that smaller company goes under because they took all the profits out of it and they illegally dumped things. But the EPA doesn't have the individuals within within the organization to actually enforce those laws. And nothing happens criminally. So if we go back to what the police are good at, they're only really good at arresting workers in crimes that affect the workers. And they're only really good at affecting us to the point of of making sure that um, the state has enough uh, slave labor within the prisons to keep making license plates. And their job is to basically reduce the workers' population to keep unemployment low by putting individuals within the prison system. And they're also designed to keep people uh, within the private industry, the prison industry, excuse me, um, employed. So, again, the enforcement of most these broken window uh, crimes is the perception that the streets are safe because those crimes are scary to most individuals. They're not actually you know, hurting everybody. But if you take a look at things like wage theft, that is huge and much bigger than petty theft. Uh, we know that that should be enforced individuals who steal from workers should be in jail. But again, it goes back to, well, they didn't hurt anybody because society does not see wage theft as violence. They only see the fact that I stole your wallet as violence because you assumed I had a knife or something on me, but taking money out of somebody's purse at the end of the day, whether it's wage theft or whether it's by force, is the same thing. It's theft to a worker. And that's the biggest issue here. And so again, all workforces employed by government entities that serve the ruling class and the force of class divide are degraders of government institutions. And once the institutions are degraded, we end up where we are now, which are institutions that cannot fight back and help us.
1: For future episodes and to learn more about the worker movement, join us at workermovement.com.